everybody. Happy Sunday. And now drabby, drabby, dreary. Both these last three days started out sunny, and then now hopefully um, the snow will hold off tonight till I get home. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know, it's you know it's just that nice fluffy stuff. Mm-hmm. And did you know that, and I learned this from Renee, a girlfriend of mine, uh, that she, when it's such the light stuff, snuffy, fluffy, snuffy, fluffy <laughs> uh, uh, snow, yep. she just uses her leaf blower. The heck with shovel, and she just gets out the leaf blower and blows it all off. Oh, that's smart. Blows the car off and the whole bit, and I'm like, well, hello, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, there you, you go. You know, especially since, uh, you know, with the truck, you know, with the avalanche, it's got that little goofy thing on the side that snow gets in there, and oh, it's, like, yeah. hard to get it out. And, yeah, that, so I tried that. It was, it was pretty cool. I was I was impressed. So now I not only snow, I do. I, I, I snow blow with the leaf blower, the truck, and the, and we got too much sidewalk and stuff like that. So, and you know what? It's the fluffy stuff. It, it just goes so fast anyway. Oh yeah. Well, welcome back, stranger on the other side of the glass. Yeah, thanks for having me it's been back. Been a long time. Yeah, it's... I thought maybe I ticked you off a little bit there somehow, but we haven't seen each other since uh, uh, Christmas. So, yeah, since yeah. last year. Uh-huh. Yeah, last year. Yes, <laughs> first time this year. Yeah. So yeah. welcome, welcome back. Good mm-hmm. to hear your friendly voice, see your friendly face. Yeah, I'm so glad to yeah, be back. There you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you can always do too much partying, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, you had a wedding in there, a bachelor party. You got you've been all over the place. Yeah, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Yeah, um, I'm kidding. but I'm glad to be back. I'm done traveling for yeah. the moment. So well, for the moment, I do you like traveling? Uh, it gives me something to look forward to. Mm, okay, but in the moment, no, I okay. don't really like okay, it. Yeah. But. No, but this is. <laughs> This is my big travel day, Sunday. Because <laughs> uh, otherwise, I just go to Forest Lake, you know, mm-hmm. and then I go to White Bear and I go home. <laughs> I don't go anywhere. No, I don't. I don't go. I want to go out to eat. I don't have the patience at night. I don't have the patience. I want to eat. And I want. I get the ang- hangries, is what they call it. Oh, hangry. Yeah. I want, and then I get disappointed because what I order, ordered, I said, God, I could have done a better job. And so I love going out to lunch because it's you get it right away. It's not as big a portions and just enjoy, you know, so I love going out to lunch. Oh, but, that's the but, best. But in the evening, I just, I'm just kind of like, no, it's usually too stacked. And of course, I'm of the older generation now. We go out <laughs> at about 4, 4.30. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And so, and like I said, I'd rather just be home. I'm, I'm a homebody. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. So yeah, Santa was good to you. You had a good New Year's Eve. Yep, had a great uh, New Year's Eve and Christmas. Oh, and nice. uh, Yeah, and the wedding was great. So congratulations, <laughs> Kyle and Darren. All right, there you go. little shout-out. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, that's uh, yeah, the... Uh, it, now our generation, my age right now, we're going through more funerals than we're going to weddings. But, yeah. uh, oh, well, it is what it is, so... Okay, so hopefully you guys have got your ears on and that you're listening. I greatly appreciate you sharing your Sunday afternoons uh, here with me, or us, I should say. So hopefully you got some great questions. So you give a holler, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. And with my show and all the shows on mytalk1071.com, you can stream us live when we're on air, or you can get our podcast. So you can go to our show pages and you can catch all the past shows. So if you want to listen to past shows, please do do go there and uh i don't know anything about it i finally just opened up the world it was opened up to a degree that um you can have stands to hold your phone you know whereas you know like uh, i do facetime with uh, my daughter oh yeah yeah and you're always trying to figure out how to set it so and, I, and i'm just like i awakened that they do have stands so I'm oh, just like a little like, tripod yeah thing? well yeah. no it was a, it's a, a thing that literally holds it and then it's also got a bent arm thing so you can put it at any 
You can put it back there, put it up here, put it up, you know, because of the arm bends like a, a desk lamp. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just way cool. So, But anyway, and then uh, what I wanted to talk a little bit about today was um, finicky eaters, dogs that are finicky eaters. Uh, and usually the finickier, the smaller they are, the finickier they are, if that makes any sense. Dogs 15 pounds and lower and, and under 10 pounds for sure that they are have a tendency to be deemed finicky eaters. Now, remember, first you got to remember is dogs eat according to smellability. All right. If it smells cool, they're on it. If it smells like cardboard, which AKA like nothing, they kind of eh, walk away and see a lot of owners, unfortunately, well, they uh, over treat their dogs during the day. Now, if you look at the smaller dogs, you know, especially under 10 pounds, you know, they don't only have this so much room in their stomach. And if you're given a little treat here and a little treat there that you may not think it's much, but it's filling up their stomach. So when breakfast comes or well, supposedly it's dinner, dinner comes is that they kind of go up, sniff, and then they walk away. It's like, well, ugh. well, then you start doctoring it up to try to get them to eat it. And then that's where a lot of problems come as far as the dogs become fat <laughs> because they're already full and you're trying to eat, have them eat more. And so what you got to learn to do is please don't give them so many treats during the day. If you use treats, use uh, veggies, uh, all kinds, green beans, green peas, uh, cauliflower, broccoli, sweet potatoes. Uh, use stuff like that. But just a way if you got the smaller dogs, uh, no bigger than a treat that's like an eraser on a pencil. Uh, because, of, like I said, you're filling the stomach up so the dog can afford to be finicky because he's not hungry. And so also, too, with little dogs that I find is that they uh, don't want to eat the same thing more than three days in a row. If you give them something new, it's like, oh, my Lord, I am. Give it to me. Okay, well, then after three days, all of a sudden, they're not as perky about it. And then off four days, it's kind of like, yeah, you got something else. And so the more you could rotate and make that the smells rotate, then you're not going to have the finicky eater. So that's why, let's say, maybe for two days you feed uh, uh, grain-free turkey and sweet potatoes from Nutrisource, well, which is called Pure Vita. Okay, and then maybe then for two days after that, you're going to feed maybe some formulated raw. And then maybe two days after that, you're going to feed maybe a turkey and rice from Nutrisource. Uh, the, you know, the more you can rotate the different smells you can put down, the more the dog is going to want, providing you haven't stuffed their tanks before. And so that's why there are some dogs that are just gluttons and would eat everything that's not nailed down. But I really find uh, dogs 10 pounds and under get deemed finicky eaters and then um, on, and 15 pounds and under. And usually the bigger they get, they're not as finicky as they are with the smaller dogs. And so that's why what you've got to do is look and understand it from the dog's point of view. And so that's why, remember, they eat according to smellability, not patability. They scarf their food. They don't chew their food. And uh, there are some dogs that are a little bit more dainty eaters. And this is an FYI, too. Remember, I don't like to feed dry food dry. That's like eating uh, saltine crackers. And so then they got to go over and drink a whole bunch of water to compensate for all that dry matter. So you're better off to always rehydrate the dry food. Put what you're going to feed in, in a bowl, put hot tap water on until it floats nicely. Put it aside. You know, uh, non-grain-free, usually in 30 minutes, is ready to go. Grain-free is usually, you know, an hour. And there's still vets out there saying, oh, don't feed grain-free. It's You're going to kill your dogs. They're going to get dilated cardiomyopathy. Folks, remember when the FDA came out with that? There was no research 
It was just a thought. They didn't have any research. And then about four months after they made that statement, then, um, you know, FDA, then he came back and said, well, we bad. We, we'll look into this further. And you never heard anything about that. But the vets are still touting, you know, don't be grain free. You can give them DCM, dilated cardiomyopathy, DCM. Yeah, I did that right. Okay. But anyway, uh, so the, you know what? Then don't feed a total grain-free diet if you're worried about that till you know, further investigation comes out. You know, do a little bit of raw. Do a little bit of cooking. Do a little bit of dry. Do a little, well, rehydrate the dry. Do a little bit of freeze-dry. Dehydrated. You know, the more variety you can give your dogs, the healthier they are. Remember, dogs are put on this earth to be the cleanup crew, to eat everything and everything and not skip a beat. Well, lucky them, we they come into our house, so we give them the same thing. Thing every single solitary day and we wonder why they have dietary and stomach issues basically it is the dog's gut if it's healthy is like battery acid it can eat anything at any time and not even skip a beat but unfortunately we use a lot of antibiotics which throws the flora off in the gut and so that's why it's so important if your dog has had any surgery or been on any antibiotic, you get them on a probiotic, a digestive enzyme, maybe a little bit of organic apple cider vinegar for the flora. You know, watch their diet. And then, like I say, feed them a good diet. And everybody knows I'm a Nutrisource nut. I love Nutrisource, a family-owned company up in Perm, Minnesota. Their quality of insurance, or, you know, what they make their meat or their formulas with is unbelievable compared to others and it's tested three times two times in plant and one time it's uh, they sit down sent down to minneapolis they don't release any food out of their warehouses until all three tests come back and everything's a, a go so that's why they have already done that your dog is not a test your cat is not a test like oh we bad you know so but they they're just awesome so so the biggest thing about finicky eaters folks is don't be stuffing their 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 gut prior that whole day all day they're eating so then they're not hungry and so it's just like us if we don't if we eat breakfast and if we don't eat anything between if we don't eat anything between breakfast and lunch by lunch we're hungry give me my lunch if we don't eat anything between lunch and dinner we're hungry and so otherwise what you do if you want to give the treats here and there fine but then cut back on their dinner and so they're not eating, you know, maybe feed them a quarter of what they normally would get because they've gotten treats all during the day. And don't hit the panic button, but you want them to be eating the good stuff, not just be eating snicker bars all day. So anyway, okay, we're going to run to break, and then when I come back, and then you've got a question, 651-641-1071. Okay, what, da, 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 da. what's the fastest growing woody plant in the world? A giant sagora? Wisconsin fast plants, hybrid popular, poplar, or bamboo? What is the fastest growing woody plant in the world? We'll be back. Hello. Thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 show. What's the fastest growing woody plant in the world? The giant sequoia, koya, there we go. Wisconsin fast plants, hybrid poplar, or bamboo? I'm going to go with bamboo. Boy, ding, 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 ding. Hey. Bamboo probably sounds as the most familiar out of all these four wooded plants. Yeah. We all know that plants usually grow really slow, but bamboo has its own way of life, and it can grow at a record-breaking 91 centimeters per day. Oh, wow. Isn't that something per day? But that's the only food of the panda bear yeah. is the bamboo. So it better grow fast because that's all they eat. <laughs> but anyway, so that, that was interesting. Yeah. I would have said poplar because those poplar grow really fast. Or the Wisconsin fast plant or something? What? No, fa fast. Oh. Fast plants. 
Oh. And what that is, I have no idea. Me either, have to so. Google it, Nancy. There you go. <laughs> and I just, I forgot to, I was remiss. Uh, yesterday was, I want to thank everybody that came out to the um, the Hugo Legion, which I'm a member of the Legion. Hugo Lions, which I'm a member, I'm a member of the Legion too, but I mean, uh, of the Lions. Uh, we put on a fishing contest yesterday up at the Vets Camp on Big Marine. And uh, we didn't have too many show, but I think it was pretty windy, a little brisk, <laughs> you know. And uh, we only had about 35, but, you know, they were all good time, grand time was have all we had a big fire pit going we had hamburgers hot dogs and then uh, the the biggest fish caught was a 1.2 pound northern <laughs> oh really nice. it was like a little snake <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so it was good and, and the, all, the ones that won were all kids i think mom and dad are like here mm, yeah you know, but, but that way it was a, it was a fun time so and brig marine i love the vets camp up there it's just it's phenomenal so okay let's head to the phone lines all right, so we got Nancy as her first caller, and she was a caller last week, apparently, so okay. she wants to follow up with a new puppy. Yay! Hi, Nancy. Hello, Katie. So I picked up um, our little puppy on Tuesday. His name is Murphy. Murphy, okay. And, yep, and he is just a delight to have. I um, you know, forget how what a joy that pets can be. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I was, I, I was incorporating the... Nutrisource. He was being fed Nutrisource, but I started, you know, a different, um, just a, a little bit of a different variety of okay, Nutrisource. Good. Good. And that was going just fine. And then, you know, like you were saying at the start of the show, that dogs after three days, yep. don't, you know, they get kind of tired of it. And he was, wasn't really eating much, just kind of picking at it. Mm-hmm. So then I was making something with ground beef, um, you know, it's an organic grass fed and I just took a little chunk of it and I mean little, like I don't even know if it was a half of a teaspoon. Okay. And mixed it in with his dry and it ran he wolfed it down. You bet. But probably within five minutes it ran right through him. Ah. So then I tried uh you know, then I just went back to, you know, just the regular dry again, nothing mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Oh, and then I should say that with the when he, when it went right through him at the end, there was blood. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, then this morning I tried just a little bit of the canned Nutrisource mm-hmm. with the dry mm-hmm. and he wolfed that down. Mm-hmm. But again, it went right through him mm-hmm. and a little bit of blood at the end. Okay. Okay. Uh, sometimes if they go, you know, they strain, they can get a little bit of blood in it. Okay. okay. Um, have you, uh, uh, has he been dewormed? Yes. Okay. Because okay, that could be some of a fallout too. But see, as far as going right through him, you know, there's a lot of stress here. Remember, he got weaned from mom. Then he had to get used to regular food. No more milk from mom. Yep. Then he lost mom. He lost his litter mate. Who are you? Where am I at? And so his system right now is like in the. So that's why you got to be very, you know, if anything, feed him a little bit, feed him little, uh, like four times a day, a little bit each time. You know, yep, don't give it to I him. All, yeah, don't yep. give it to him all at one time. Okay, mm-hmm. and so that's why I just kind of keep an eye because you just got him on Tuesday. You know, you haven't even had him a week yet. It's got to you know that every dog, just like humans, handles stress and a new move and such like that different. Even though he may seem like a fun, happy puppy, that inside he's kind of like, yeah, okay, what am I doing? What's this? Oh, what's this? <laughs> okay, so you got to mm-hmm. give him a two weeks to literally kind of hit a beat. I would not if there's just a little bit of blood. You know, keep an eye on that's good. You're a good pooper watcher. That's good but just kind of just kind of watch it. and by giving him slow you know just a little bit amount of time and so that a system can deal with it now are you rehydrating the dry food yeah okay good yep. good, good and good. i'm giving him um probiotics and 
digestive enzymes once a day. And then this morning I did try just a little bit, probably an eighth of a teaspoon of the apple cider vinegar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. In there. Yeah. So you got to pay attention because, you know, this is a lot of changes. You know, so pay attention, you know, maybe back off mm-hmm. a little bit on that. You know, don't okay. give them the full amount of the digestive enzymes and such. No. Rotate, yeah, rotate right. that in and just a, a pinch here, a pinch there, you know, just okay. so his stomach can acclimate and he can hit a beat is what the main thing is here. Okay. okay. And then, you know, he will, um, like I gave him a little bit of a sardine. Oh my goodness. He, he loved that. And sweet potatoes, yep. a, a little piece fell on the floor and he... Wolf sat down and then looking up at me and barking and wanted wanted more. So I, I worry though about, you know, am I making it worse by giving him all these right? New yeah, things? let him hit a more of a beat before you give him too many new things. Just like with the mm-hmm. when with the, when a baby starts, uh, you know, slowly starts eating human food, not on mom's milk anymore. Yep. You slowly add in a new thing and see how his reaction is to it. Because if you okay. give him three different things in one day, and there, and he, let's say he has the runs, you have no idea what caused it. Right. And so okay. that's why what we've got to do is you slowly introduce. Don't be in a hurry. You know, you have, you're going to have plenty of years, you know, when he hits a beat, that to, that he can eat anything and everything and don't and not skip a beat. But right now his system is just acclimating to even eating human food. You know what I mean? Food. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. instead of just having mom. So. So, yeah, so okay. just kind of slow down that. Don't give him too many new things too fast. Let's just hit a so beat. should I just keep feeding him the same dry food? For right now until, food. yeah, until things settle down, don't add too much more to his diet, okay? Yeah, the probiotic, the digestive enzyme, um, the uh, the vinegar, you know, organic vinegar, um, uh, apple cider vinegar. But anyway, uh, that, but then as far as like adding in the sweet potato, the pea, and so, you know, I mean, that's all new things. And that can be like in maybe in two weeks, we try a sweet potato that week at the beginning on Monday. And then maybe on Friday, we try green beans and, and broccoli or whatever, you know. So the whole thing is, is let a system not get overwhelmed with new things that his, his system has to learn to break down and digest and then, um, draw from okay but should i so right now he's eating um mostly i think it's the um the nutrisource chicken mm-hmm. um dry and then i i've been slowly incorporating the i think it's the turkey variety okay so should i just stay with those two yeah, for, for right now. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Just wait till everything settles down. Where you get normal okay. doo-doos, you know, and everything. Then they can start. Then you can add something new. Okay. Then okay. then wait about four days. See how a system handles that. Because every dog is different. Some can just be our garbage disposals, and they don't skip a beat. And some are a little bit more dainty. And so that's okay. why you just kind of just slow down how much new things you give him. Okay. Okay. And yep. then like you yeah, go ahead. All right. Um. No, that that was it. I was just going to say that I just sent in um, my registration for the puppy class. Oh, cool. Good. Good, in, good. I can't February. wait to meet you. That's great. Okay. Well, give, give right. a, you, you got any, you, know, you, you can either call me here or you can call me up at Katie's Canines, okay? All right. I think I might do that. I will set up a uh, phone consultation with you. Okay, I have a lot of other questions. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you, Katie. You bet. Have a great day. Thanks for the call you and the too. update. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on Murphy. Can eating onions make you sleepy? Yes, it can make you sleepy. No, it can only make you cry. We'll be right back. There we go. The hot diggity dog diggity. All right. Okay, can eating onions make you sleepy? Yes, it can make you sleepy. That's A. Or no, it can only make you cry. Which one do you think it is? Um, I'm going to go with A. Yes. 
they can make you sleepy. Oh. Everybody knows that onions make you cry. But they you cut those, but did you know they can also make you sleepy when you eat them? I did not know that. Yeah, I, eat a, I eat a lot of onions. I like onions. I like them. I like them. <laughs> I love deep fried or, you know, the, just the right uh, onion rings. You know, not too much breading on them. Yep. And I don't want them, what do you want to call it? I like it crunchy. Not uh, outside. Not it's like it just seems slimy. <laughs> I don't oh yeah, know. where the whole onion comes yeah, out. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. So, yeah, yes. I've only had really good onion rings a couple of places. So, but anyway, okay. I've tried making them. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I just cut up the onions and put them in everything that I eat. Okay, who's up next? All right, so we have uh, Cindy on the line, and she has a poodle with skin problems. All right, hi, Cindy. Oh, hi, Katie. So, um, question sure. for you. Actually, I've got a couple of them. I'll okay. be brief. Okay. But I have a 10-year-old toy poodle. He's white. Mm-hmm. He's healthy, everything. I think due to his age, he has these little, maybe five of them, little crusts. They're not moles, I don't think. Okay. You know, they're, um, you know, and I have had him in for a checkup and had his, uh, um, I had to get a rabies shot and the vet looked at his skin and, Eyes, or you know, eyes, mouth, all of that. Okay. And I'm wondering, can I remove those somehow? Those. Um, so, so they're like kind of skin tags, or what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I would try using some extra virgin coconut oil, and put it a little on each on all of them. Extra okay. virgin coconut oil is a miracle of many things, <laughs> inside oh, okay. and out. So I would try that first before you start, you know, picking at things. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, okay, I'll try that. Okay, and then um, and then this time of year, so when the furnace goes on to when the furnace goes off, all dogs and cats, or even humans, should be on some kind of some form of fish oil, you know, some omega threes and sixes, oh, okay. because our skin gets dry, you know, by being closed up and the furnace is on, and so do the sure. dogs and the cats. And so then all of a sudden you're petting the cat and it's like static cling and some dogs it's like static cling. And so that's why you want to make sure and that will help. And that might help with some of those skin tags too. All right. Oh, okay. I will do that. Yeah, but it has to be a a fish oil modified for a dog. Well, no, no, no. You could give human fish oil, you know, if you want to. And how many pounds is your poodle? He's um, 12 uh, good health, good weight, good. everything is good. Good, good, good. So you could give him like, you know, 500 to 1,000 milligrams a day. Okay. okay. But start out slow. Just don't start out giving him 1,000. You know, just start out with maybe 250. You know, you, know, you can either get the pump, you know, so you could pump okay. it, or you can get capsules. But okay. some dogs won't eat the capsules, and some dogs will. Just depends. And I'm just not into like poking a hole and squeezing it over the dog's food. No, I'm not, I don't okay, know. yeah. So that's why I'll get the liquid if they won't take the uh, the capsule. Okay. The gel cap, I should say. They're gel caps, not capsules. So anyway, so yeah. So they just find, you know, you can use human ones too. Uh, okay. You know, krill oil is more expensive, but it's better. It doesn't have the heavy heavy metals. Neither the sardines doesn't have the heavy metals in it. Tuna and, and um, salmon all have heavy metals to it. And so you just want to uh, make sure you get a good quality. And how you can tell about the good quality of fish oil, whatever fish oil that you buy, put some uh, in a styrofoam cup, uh-huh. go to bed, wake up the next morning, and if there's a hole in the styrofoam cup, it's rancid fish oil, don't use uh-huh. it. But if it's there, if it's just sitting there waiting to be do something with, then it's good fish oil. 
Oh, wow. Okay, because of the difference oh, why wow. you can go and get some fish oil that, let's say, you know, you go to a store and here's 90 gel caps, you know, for eight ninety nine. Oh, wait, we'll give you 90 more free, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, the, and then you go to like a health store or whatever, and you're paying like, um, you know, 25 bucks. And you're just like, well, how come that eight ninety nine? The difference is that is that uh, the freshness of the the fish oil, you, the low cost fish oil is usually the kind of the bottom of the barrel oil. Okay, they get it cheap because it's about ready to go rancid, but the the better stuff is because it's uh, you know it's fresher and more high quality. And then a lot of times, the higher quality, the uh, metals have been taken out through a process. Oh my gosh! I take fish oil as a human. Okay, so, so do I. Yep, so do I. So, but oh, I made sure I, I got my that. I got my styrofoam cup out. <laughs> so oh, we're all set. You, know, <laughs> for me. you bet. Um, and then just a curiosity question. Sure. Sometimes he sleeps tight in a ball, mm-hmm. and sometimes he sleeps all stressed or stretched out. So my question is. Is it, it does that have to do with anxiety or anything? No, uh-uh. When they tighten the ball, they're down for the count. They are going to sleep. They are almost oblivious to the world, right? When okay. they stretch out, they're more dozing. They're sleeping in oh. and out. If you watch their ears, they're kind of aware of what's going on oh, okay. in the room, okay? But when they tighten the ball, that means they're down because that's nature's way of protecting their vital organs. When they sleep oh. in a ball, because if something would come up to grab them, they would be grabbing the back of the neck the side they wouldn't be hitting any vital organs that if they were stretched out you know they could hit the you know the main stomach and main arteries and such like that so it's nature's way of protecting the dogs and by that's why they when they curl they go sound asleep when they're stretched out they're kind of dozing they're in and out they're not sound sound asleep Oh, that is so interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Katie. And then, I call in now once you, in a while, and well, oh, always good information. Oh, I appreciate it. But now, remember, never uh, uh, go pick up a sleeping dog, especially if they're curled. They are sound asleep, oh. and they don't know that it's you. All they know is something's got them, and their reaction is to come out fighting until they can get oh. their bearings. And so that's why, you know, the old thing, never wake a sleeping dog. Oh. <laughs> and that's why. So what you want to do is oh. clap your hands, stomp your feet. And then if they, once they get up, they stand up. If they stretch, whether it's stretch out or arc out or and or if they yawn and shake or shake, now they're now they're awake. Now you can pick them up if you want to, but don't do anything until you know for sure that dog is awake. Just because they get up and walk over to you, they may still kind of be half drowsy. They haven't yawned, they haven't stretched, or they haven't shaked yet. You know, every dog, some dogs do all three, some just do one or this, and then, and then they're awake. Every dog wakes up different, just like in humans. Oh, oh. Okay. oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You bet. We just don't want you to get bit when she's in a tight curl because she is no, sound no, no, asleep. No. <laughs> okay, kid. Have a good All one. Right. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for the Bye. call. Bye-bye. Hey, we got open lines. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. If you have got a question for me, I greatly appreciate it. It doesn't happen too often to have open lines. Uh, now, earlier I was talking about, you know, finicky dogs and why they, you know, why they don't eat because most of the time after three days, they're not excited about it anymore because dogs eat according to smellability, not petability. And they love new smells. They can't wait to see what that is. And so that's by you doctoring up the 
the food, you just created a new smell. So the dog wasn't, you know, it's finicky per se. It was just like they just don't care for the same thing. Remember, they're, they're the, scra- the uh, cleanup crew. They were put here on Earth to eat everything and anything and, and never skip a beat. And so that's why they love things that stink. So the greater the things that stink, then the more they're going to eat it. And there are gluttons out there, as I said earlier, that will eat everything that's not nailed down. They don't care about the smell. It's, it's here, I'll take that. <laughs> but that, so if your dog, you know, is putting, turning his nose, up don't say he's finicky look at why why isn't he eat did i give him too many treats today okay then start backing off of the treats so he eats a good dinner not just fill up on you know snicker bars you know like you do with two-legged kids don't eat because you're going to be eating in a little bit it's going to wreck your appetite for dinner and that's the same thing with dogs and so that's why you may think well it's just a little piece but if you got if you looked at dogs you know, the size of the dog and the size of their stomach. Like, remember my Ethel, you know, that I lost in April? She was 3.2 pounds, correct? And um, her stomach was the size of a half a walnut. What am I going to put in that half a walnut? And so that's why, you know, anybody that had would have had that dog, they probably would have had her so fat trying to stuff her up. Because if the dog is presented with unique new smells and such like that, they'll keep on eating sometimes. And then all of a sudden you got a fat dog, a waddly dog, not a dog that is healthy anymore. And so that's why I'd start backing off. If you have feel that you have to doctor it up, the best thing to do is you buy smaller bags. And then if you have the luxury of being taken, let's say a six-pound bag, you cut in foursies, okay? Okay, whereas you get a freezer bag, uh, uh, whatever kind of freezer bag you use, and then what you're going to do is you're going to put, you know, fill th- uh, four freezer bags out of that six pound bag, and then uh, like let's say we're feeding turkey, so we write turkey on the outside, so then we put we we squish it so that all the air is out of there, we zip it close and we put it in the freezer and we keep one bag, so you have three go to the freezer and then now we're going to feed this one bag, and hopefully that bag should be enough just for three you know three days. And then now we're going to feed them something else. And maybe you're cooking an egg. Give your dog an egg. You know, change it up so that the more variety, then the healthier the dog's going to be. All right. And then, like I say, if you have to doctor it up, the reason why they're eating it is because you changed the smell. Dogs have 1,700 taste buds. Humans have 9,000. That dogs don't do according to patability. They don't go there, oh, there's a little chicken. Uh, I think that was B. They don't do that. They sniff, they grab, they slam, all right? And you don't want your d- dog swallowing those uh, those nuggets whole. And so, you know, what's so neat is uh, Nutrisource has come out with uh, several different uh, formulas now in small bites, okay? They're like little tiny, they look like t- tiny peas. Those rehydrate so fast. Even though it says small bites, you think of small dogs. Hey, when it comes to rehydrating the dog food, we want it to go faster. So get the smaller bites and that will rehydrate really fast for you. Cause that's what I've been doing, you know, for Gilligan is that, you know, they just rehydrate it and you can do that for the big dogs. We got a lab, you know, then figure out, you know, how much you're going to feed them and go from there. And then, uh, like I said, it will rehydrate a lot faster. So, Hey, you got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Is it that time to trot? Uh, yeah, let's have a break. come back and we'll take our, our caller. Yeah. Okay, what, this is an interesting question. Okay. Which tree attracts lightning the most? Which tree attracts lightning the most? I see the one that's standing tall. No, anyway. Yeah, right. Okay, a pine, an ash, an oak, or a maple? We'll be back. All right. This is the Katie K9 Show on my talk, 1071. Dot com. Get uh, all my past shows. Go to my show page. Okay, what 
trees attract attracts lightning the most? Pine, ash, oak, or maple? Um, let's go ash. Ooh. Nip, it's oak. Oh. Okay. Uh, since the roots of an oak tree are very deep, they contain a lot of water. They are considered to be the best lightning attractors, according to the study made by the American Meteorologist Society. Now, uh, we had an elm down by our pond. Mm-hmm. Okay, believe it or not, that thing got struck by lightning. We've been there for 40 years. Yep. Three times. Really? Okay, the first time it took off one side of the tree. Oh, my God. But the tree survived. Second time, uh, it, it you know, the, the side that got yanked the, the first time. Okay, well, then that started regrowing. You know, I mean, we've got little spurts and, so, you know, things are coming alive. Or, and so I don't even remember the timeline, you know, as far as how many years later. Then guess what? Got the side that was lush uh, got whacked by the lightning again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we got a tree that's kind of like just a little sickly thing, but you know, it's still living. Okay, and then finally, not last summer, the summer before, it got hit by lightning and it just that was it. Oh, that was the last <laughs> she straw. Said, yeah, she said, nah, can't do this anymore. <laughs> but it was an old elm tree, and, and it's just, I, I couldn't believe it that it got hit three times. That's incredible. So, and when, believe me, when it got hit, we felt it. <laughs> oh, that must have been scary. It was It was weird. It really was. I can't even tell you how many modems that summer. We had a lot of lightning strikes. Yep. Every once in a while. And if I'm not mindful to unplug my modem, um, I can't. Uh, there was one summer I went through three modems. What? Because it went through the lines of the house. Oh, my God. I know. It's crazy. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. All right. So we have Jenny on the phone line, and she has a question on signs of congested heart failure in older dogs. All right. Hi, Jenny. How you doing? Hello, Katie. I'm doing well, thank you. Good, good. Well, it can't be for it's in uh, congestive heart failure isn't just for older dogs. They're more prone to because they're older, right? Because that's what I went through with my uh, Gilligan. Gilligan's in congestive heart failure. He is going to be 13. Okay, and uh, what what some of the signs you want to watch for? Number one, uh, sneezing, where the dog doesn't sneeze. It hasn't sneezed, and now for some reason is sneezing. Coughing is a huge one. They don't have the stamina that they used to have. You know that for either chasing the ball or going for a walk. Walks, all right, and then watch the resting rate. What you do is for 15 seconds, you count how many times their sides graze up and down, and times it times four. Okay, and so that's how. And then the lower, the lower the resting rate, then better. But the higher the resting rate, like if it's in like almost 30s, you know, 26, uh, 27 on up, then that can indicate they have the heart is beating way too fast. And that's during their resting. You got to make sure they really are resting, You're not just laid down to give them a chance to get comfortable, and then count their resting rate. So whatever that you know, because I always did it when do it when Gilligan. Um, let's see exhales when it comes up and so then i'll count that's one and then that's two and then for 15 seconds all right and then you times it times four all right so is that just when she's awake and resting no, not no. sleeping Correct. Yeah. When she's, well, yeah. Well, does it, when she's sleeping, yeah, you can do that too. It's resting. When she's not moving around and, or just have laid down, you got to give them time to just kind of calm down. And then, uh, the, uh, what should, what is their resting rate? All right. And then, like I say, some of them develop a cough. 
Gilligan doesn't have a cough. cough. She's got a pretty wicked cough, especially after she's been laying down. Oh, okay, okay. But that, well, that's you know. Um, but check her re- resting rate, because uh, Gilligan went into full full um, congestive heart failure. He had to spend the night in the ER at Blue Pearl and Vadness Heights, and they had to keep him in a oxygen, you know, um, kennel, whatever they put to him. And anyway, and I you see we went in at ten o'clock on a Monday morning, and I got him back four p.m. on a Tuesday. They did wonders over there, and now he's on pills to regulate his, you know, heart and such like that. And so, uh, yeah, so that's what it is. You know, they can they do wonders. Don't wait for him to crash. You're better off to go yeah, in. And- we have issues like this morning when we had her out for potty. We're very careful, uh, but. I think in the cold, like she had a seizure. We, we oh, no. did get her inside, but then she kind of collapsed. This has happened a couple of times. She kind of collapsed and had some tremors, and then uh, we just calmed her down and okay. we're with her. And what kind she, of dog? She's a golden retriever. How old? Well, we've had her 11 years. We think she's 13. We rescued her. Okay, um, okay. And she was a stray, but we're estimating she's 13. Yeah, because, you know, with, with Gilligan, they have asked me, you know, after his episode there, because he was breathing so heavy, he was so uncomfortable. It's like, okay, we got a major problem here. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. and now since they brought, you know, we got him all better and such like that, one of the questions they asked when he, we just went up for a checkup call, a checkup call last Wednesday, has he dropped it all has he fall? you know like you mean like you know drop down you know like he's running mm-hmm. and all of a sudden collapses all right mm-hmm. and, and no nope, he hasn't done that. that we've had that a few times yeah and so that's why you, you do well you know to pay i would get her in get her checked out before she actually literally because like i say you can get him on uh, some drugs you know to control everything and uh you know still have some life left so don't wait for her literally to hit the skids i i would definitely go in and and get it checked out Okay. 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 Right. Okay. Yeah, because if she's right, collapsed, that tells you. And then if she's sneezing or coughing a lot, yeah, that tells you a lot. Has she been tested too for um, heartworm? No. Well, no, we haven't tested her for that. Because heartworm makes a dog cough too, really bad. You know, if they if it's in the later stages of heartworm, and so. Yeah. But anyway, so well, yeah, she's got the whole kind of shortness of breath, you know. Um, okay. Yeah. And smell uh, no, bad breath. Smelly, you know. I mean, I know dogs have bad breath, but hers is really bad right. the last couple of months. Yeah, and that could be due to, you know, gum if her teeth are bad, you know, or gums are bad. That A lot of that is, is from the her mouth. Gums, her teeth are good. Her gums are mostly good. We try to watch the gums. Okay, cool. Um, we better, she's been on a raw diet for 10 years. Nice. So Proud of you. We, yeah, we've, we've uh, done good there. So just kind of trying to figure out what to expect as, um, because we know she's declining. Her hips are bad. And, okay. Okay. And, and she's old. Right. So that's, yeah, it, you know, then what you can do, um, you know, you could have it, have blood work done to see where her kidneys, liver, and all that stuff is doing. And then by listening to her, they'll be able to hear if she's got a heart murmur going on or whatever. And then once you get all the information, then you can make decisions on what next. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that'd okay. be the main thing. But it sounds like she's probably got some, you know, congestive heart failure going on. Okay, I'm not a vet. Remember that, but I, I just had right. to go through it with the Gilligan. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. No, I, yep. That sounds that sounds good. Thanks for the help. Well, good luck, kiddo. Take care. Bye bye. Yep. Bye bye. Oh, that's a bummer. You know, when they start failing, we just don't expect, you know, we know our kids are going to get old, and, but we always want them just to be perky and positive and fun, like when we got them when they were a puppy, you know, but it's really hard to watch them decline, you know, and then, yeah, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. 
Where are we at? Okay, do we have time? Uh, we, we got like one? a minute, 20. We could introduce okay, let's it. let's start one. Okay. Yeah, so our next caller, we have Andrea on the line, and she has a question on her dog that sleeps on its back. Sleeps on its back. Hi there, Andrea. Hi. What? Yeah, you were talking to that woman with the poodle, yep. and our dog loves to sleep on her back, and you didn't bring that up, so I was just curious. She'll sleep with her legs almost Spread straight out. up in the air. Oh, straight up in the air? Yeah. <laughs> so, what kind of dog do you got? She's a Pomsky. Okay, Pomsky. Oh, yes. I've seen quite a few of those. Um, how old? She's four. Four, okay. So now when she goes sound asleep, now remember, napping is different. But it, it, like when she goes sound, sound asleep, like it's nighttime. So yep. then she will be laying on her back, like between you guys or what? Um, between pillows? on her bed, but she does not, not between us. She doesn't like to cuddle. Okay. Or even like on her bed. Sometimes even on the couch. Okay. Because it would be interesting because a lot of dogs will start out like on their back, go to their side, and then by, when they're finally going to go go to sleep, they wind up curling. You know, yeah, curling no, in a... she's like dead asleep. Like you can touch her and she'll okay. just kind of tip over. <laughs> now, secretly, how many times have you done that just because you needed a laugh? <laughs> but, Not too often, but that's like, ooh, she's out. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. My guess is her personality is, is as such. She's probably kind of brassy. And so she's... And then also the... Uh, whereas the instinct of survival isn't as strong because she's a, you know, a mutt and sometimes that will go away. Okay. Got it. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Word banana comes from English, Portuguese, Italian, or Arabic. We'll be back.